to episode one of the doula and midwife podcast reflections birth stories and lessons from the labor room from the doula and myself the midwife and i'm the midwife part of this team many of you know me as the virtual midwife and i have a podcast called the virtual midwife but i have teamed up with the amazing charlene yarrow west who's got to be the best doula in cape town and we decided to hook up because I've got a large international audience and, and, and Charlene has got an amazing reach around South Africa. So by teaming up, we've kind of reaching a global audience and we've both got expertise that we can bring and we bring it together. It kind of goes together like bread and butter, peas and carrots. It just works. A bird pool in the labor room. All of those kinds of things that go together so well. So thank you so much, Karen. I really love being here with you today and so excited that this is our first podcast together. And coming together with you with Relaxing to Birth Plus has just been one of the best things ever, especially combining what we both do. So I bring the hypnobirthing element and all the relaxation tools and tips and tricks and my many years of experience as a doula in Cape Town hospitals. And yeah, I'm just really excited to talk to you today. Well, to share our knowledge combined with the yeah, world. Exactly. Because what we both bring collectively is, is kind of the whole package. As you said, you've got those hypnobirthing relaxation tools and, and your doula skills, you know, being at a birth from a doula perspective and me being at a birth from a midwife perspective, we both bring a very, very different skill set and expertise, but both are equally necessary, as we said, goes together like peas and carrots, bread and butter. So um, bringing that together to share with you and, um, and not only that, but also how we brought our courses together. So we are bringing the medical aspect and you're bringing the hypnobirthing aspect and kind of really does give the whole package and in a way that allows for anybody who's looking, not sure what kind of birth they want to have, whether they want a home birth, a hospital birth, surgical birth, vaginal birth, it's important that they get all the information and that's exactly what we've been able to do by pulling our two courses together to make Relax Into Birth Plus. There are up to 13 and counting hypnobirthing audio tracks for moms to use, which is super, super amazing for their birth preparation and mental readiness. And it's all pre-recorded content, um, ready to watch and very convenient to watch in your own time. Online and on demand. That's what we do. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> And obviously, when you become part of the Relax Into Birth Plus family, you also get to be part of our amazing WhatsApp group. And one of the things that is possible through that WhatsApp group is queries and questions. And today we're going to be sharing one of um, those queries that was sent to us as part of this podcast, because we know that this is a very common concern for moms. And we just love this letter and we did get permission to share it. <laughs> but we know that it's going to help. Wait. <laughs> we know that it's going to help a lot of you because um, this is such a common challenge. So here we go. Letter number one on episode one. Dear Charlene and Karen. 
I'm so embarrassed to ask this question that I actually set up a fake email address. I used the same email address to set up a fake Facebook profile. <laughs> what is her question? <laughs> that I could ask in one of the pregnancy groups that I joined and oh my god I wish I hadn't some of the responses were terrifying and I really hope that you can give me some reassurance because right now I just don't know what to do or who to ask there's something that I've heard my friends talk about when they describe their births and I'm mortified just listening to them I bet you know where this is going mm -hmm. I do <laughs> Please tell me it's not true that sometimes you have a poop when the baby is coming. Aww. Surely that can't be healthy. <laughs> what if it gets on the baby's face? And what if my husband sees it? And the smell. I mean, how do you even hide that? Please, please help. And it's signed off Lady Gaga. I mean, there's so much I can say about this um, letter. And I really feel for this mom because... It's such a universal issue that um, moms feel that they have to, you know, that, that they have to hide or not talk about. And it's happened at almost all my births. I would say 99.9999% of my births, poop happens, you know, just like the saying, S-H-I-T happens, you know, meconium happens. We have to just... Remember that it is a natural part of the labor process and the birth process. Um, and I've got a really funny story. I was at a birth where I'd been there for about 26 hours, I think. Yeah. And eventually, finally, the mom had started pushing. And when I'm at a birth for that long, I get slightly delirious where I start to giggle a little bit and maybe say inappropriate things occasionally, <laughs> but not never, never in bad taste or anything, but maybe, I don't know. So this story happened where she started eventually pushing and squatting with the midwife and some poop came out as she was pushing. And I said to her, oh my gosh, that's wonderful. Look, there's even some poop coming out. And she she looked at me and she was, she gave me such a bad look. She said, Charlene, are you serious? Did you just cheer the fact that I'm pooping myself? And I said, well, yeah, it's really good. It just means that the baby's coming closer. You know, as the baby descends down the birth passageway, the rectum is emptied. And so that's a good sign that, you know, the baby is literally around the corner. So that's that's the one story it reminded me of. But also what I want to say to this poor mom is that birth is a primal animal event. And part pooping is part of that, um, that embracing that animal side of yourself. I mean, do you think a baboon or any other primate or any other mammal for that matter, you know, imagine them giving birth, whoosh, there goes the waters, whoosh, here comes the baby plopping out. This baboon, imagine it's a baboon, will pick up this baby, put it onto its chest. Oh, there's the placenta. They'll grab the placenta with the other hand and rawr, 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 eat the placenta. And then, <laughs> and then 
Um, do you think the baboon is going to say, oh, dear me, I made a little poop, or there went some wee? They're not going to care. They're not going to care, because that's just part of it. You know, that's just, so I think part of it, what I want to say is that birth um, makes you embrace some of that primal side of you, and that includes the parts that are not so romantic, you know. Well, I think that's probably what's happened, and that's where she's coming from, Lady Gaga, if you're listening, and I'm sure that you are, (laughs) even though we've already discussed this at length with you, but um, for all the other Lady Gagas out there, you know, in hospital, it's, it's portrayed as being very clean and sterile, and we don't see poop as being clean and sterile, but actually it is. I mean, in many ways, um, part of that is exposing the baby to the microbiome. And although that's coming from the poop and we think, well, you know, her question, what if it gets on the baby's face? Well, certainly we'll wipe it off, but it is all the natural microbiome from the mom that the baby has already been exposed to that's actually really, really good and healthy for the baby. Mm. But we have been trained to think that birth has to be clean and sterile more and conditioned to think anything. yeah more yeah, conditioned, conditioned to think mm. as as human beings i mean it would be much cleaner to birth out of your armpit or out of your eye right because there's no <laughs> but but just think about where this baby is coming out it's coming out right next to all of those bits all of that right next to the anus right next to all of that and there's a reason that nature made it that way. And it's exactly what you've said, Karen, is that exactly. when the baby comes out, it is coated in all of this good bacteria. And that's where skin to skin also comes in, skin to skin with the dad, so that the baby absorbs that through its skin and orifices. And that's the first good bacteria that goes into its, into its gut, into its digestive system. So, I mean... Just thinking about it from that perspective, poop is amazing. <laughs> well, we never think about it otherwise. You know, you know, the thing is that normally it is quite a it's a private activity. It's not something that we advertise or invite other people in to watch. And that's what exactly. birth should be, you know, yeah. and, and we talk about that a lot, about how giving birth is as private as going to the bathroom, as making love. So, you know, the people that you invite into your birth space are people that you love and trust and you're able to let go of your inhibitions enough knowing that it is such a a primal activity and that part of that might be the fact that you are at the same time as giving birth, some poop is going to come out. And I just want to add something else around that actually Mm, as mm. well because, you know, I talk a lot, or we both do actually, in in our course, we talk a lot about nature safety nets. And... um, all the things that nature has put in place to assist us with birth. And one of those is that in the days before you go into labor, if you go into labor spontaneously, is that very often there will be this, this flooding of the hormone of, of prostaglandin, which causes loose bowels and, and loose mm. stools and a cleaning out of the digestive system in preparation for yeah. birth. And, One, it means that there's less likelihood of much coming out when the baby comes out. Two, it's creating space 
Um, oh. And three, the action of the movements of the bowels and everything cleaning out is very often the precursor to the uterine contractions and, and the uterine movements and motions. So all of that is put in place by nature. And it doesn't matter if a little bit more comes out because what it really means is that the baby's head is now moved down into a position where it is stimulating all the nerve endings that are around the rectum. Um, and that's why it actually feels so much like you want to go to the bathroom. I mean, everybody says, oh, my God, I need to go to the toilet. Please get me out of the birth pool. Oh, get me out, get me out. <laughs> but, actually, but actually, we know that that's the perfect moment. We know that when she's <laughs> feeling that, it means that the baby's coming out. Exactly, exactly. I mean, what you from on, building on what you said, they say all your expulsive reflexes kick in. So exactly. burping, vomiting, pooping, you know, what doesn't pay the rent must not stay. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go, girl. Drop your bundles. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to hold on to that? No, just let it go. And then, you know, if you are if you are in water and this happens, it's fine. We just get a little sieve or a little bowl or a little jug. And we take it out. You most of the time the moms don't even know that it's happened because the birth partners, the birth assistants at the actual um, at your at your side there are cleaning up as as things happen. You know. I think so, that's such an important point, Charlene. Is that actually we expect it to happen? You said that right in the beginning yeah, that ninety nine point yeah. nine percent of the births you've attended it's happened. So yeah. we are expecting it. And it would be so much easier if, if the moms expected it and even the partners. And I think it's probably a conversation that needs to be had amongst partners because very often it's the mortification of, oh, my God, I don't want to ever do that in front of my partner while I'm giving birth. Yeah. But, you know, as you said, it's all going to come out. It's every, every orifice that can release will release during birth. Yeah. And poop is, not, is, is only one of many bodily fluids that happen during birth. There's blood, there's amniotic fluid, there's the mucus plague. Um, it's almost like a baptism into parenthood, you know. When you have that little baby, you expose them to the cold air and they wee, they poo. You put them in a nice warm bath. That's the best place. They love pooing in the bath, you know. So it's, <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like a precursor to what to expect when but it also doesn't happen like it's not it's not like it's a it's like a it is common but it's not like something we care about too much in the birth no. process that's what i'm trying to say it's like it's not a it's a non-event well actually i think it's it, it is a non-event but you know how when you said you got a little bit delirious and you said oh that's how we as midwives feel and doulas because we know yeah. when that happens the baby's coming pretty soon after so yeah. there's it's very much a non-event and we don't make a big thing about it as you say if it's in the birth pool yes. we just scoop it out and the majority of the time the moms don't even know that it's happened because we manage it yeah. in a way to to preserve her modesty and 
because we don't want to make a big thing out. But internally, we are having a little celebration because we know that the head is next, the baby is next. Exactly. I mean, what could be better than that? There's also her question also alluded to the smell. Yeah. So, I mean, if you do our relaxing to birth course, relaxing to birth plus course, you will find that in that course, we talk about, we go into aromatherapy and how burning oils in the space with a diffuser or an oil burner can really just enhance the flow of your oxytocin and your whole um, infusion of love hormones that are flowing mm. through your body. But it also makes the space smell nice, you know? So mm -hmm. lovely smells will be, you'll have set up the environment for your birth um, and the oils really help to mask any real smells <laughs> might be going on and birth has a very distinct smell about it, it. certainly does yeah and it's and not, it's not a bad smell it's not a bad no it's not a it's not the poop it's not a bad smell no, no. i think no, that's why they a very call distinct smell yeah that's why they call us oxytocin junkies because i think it may be like oxytocin shedding around everybody you know <laughs> Well, we both know that there's nothing quite like the feeling of a tender birth. So, yes, we are exactly. junkies. Exactly. <laughs> and I kind of want to get back to what you said as well about, about it being a precursor for parenthood. Because yeah. we also know from our WhatsApp group that once baby comes, the conversation actually does shift to discussing poop. I mean, yeah. poop becomes like... yeah. A huge it's topic. A huge topic. I mean, yeah. moms talk about it in how groups. many times, how many nappies, what, how, the color what color is. it is, what consistency, yeah. and whatever. All <laughs> of a sudden, that's that's okay, that's normal. But somehow, pooping in labor is yeah. just a travesty. So, but maybe as a first timer, you you don't know, you don't know what's coming, you know. So just the no. thought of, you know this whole thing happening and your body is doing it and you're you it's almost like you're being dragged along by your body doing this amazing transformation of birthing this baby and you just have to get your head around it you have to get your head around all of it you know and that's surrender. where the preparation comes in yeah good it's a big surrender it's a big letting go i mean you said it's yeah drop your load Drop your bundle. Yeah. But it is, I mean, in order to do that, we've got to let go. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. And exactly. there's got to be trust. Trust in your yeah. body, trust your baby, trust your birthing team, trust the environment. Yeah. And the surrender brings with it like immense transformation. And if you can allow yourself to surrender and let go, I mean, beyond your birth, you feel so powerful you can do anything. So it's so beautiful and amazing to see that in in women post their births, but post their birth experiences. It's just like, wow, that was amazing. And I wish I could do it all over again. I mean, that's that's so cool when you hear that from a mom. Because they've tapped into a part of themselves that they've never possibly knew existed. And yeah, poop and all, warts and, and all. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so Lady Gaga, I hope that you're feeling a little bit more open to the possibility, 
possibly even probability of having a poop when your baby is born. Yes. And not to worry so much about it, you know, because you're and probably okay. the only one that worries about it in that room anyway. Um, the dad, many dads are already like a bit shell-shocked, but they, they move past that, they move through it, you know, and many of them are just in awe of your, of your strength. I think that's the shell-shocked look. It's like, whoa, I didn't think she could do this, or wow, this is so intense. As a man, I could never do this. And not only that, but you know, by the time poop happens, you've been in labor for several hours. I mean, it could be as as few as two or as many as 22, but you've been in that process. So that is just like one tiny non-event or not one tiny thing in a sequence, in a series of many things that have come together to allow your baby to be born so it's just that we are isolating that one, that one mm. in this conversation. And we need to put it into context because obviously if I think about now sitting in front of my partner and having a poop, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but when I've been in labor for many, many hours and I'm already in that space of birthing and surrender and, and a lot of other blood bodily fluids that are happening, that's just one more. Yeah. That's really an important thing to note is that we are just isolating this out of context. Mm. You know, it is after many hours or a few hours, but it's only in that pushing phase. It's only in the last phase when you're fully dilated and ready to start pushing and you hear that recognizable sound of, oh, that's what, then you're like, oh, yes. And just on that note, I was at a birth. um, Oh. I don't even know. I think it was last week or two weeks, a week and a half ago. Um, and I didn't know that the mom was going so quickly in her labor and the midwife hadn't arrived yet at the, at the home birth. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were, you know, they were still three and ten. They were intense, but there was no sign of pushing just yet. But then she, you know, they were getting more and more intense. And then I said, okay, we better phone the midwife. So we phoned her to come. And so she had to trek through the storm. We were having a big storm that night. And she arrived. Um, but before she arrived, the mom said, oh, I really think I need to go to the toilet. I said, okay, sure. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and she sat down on the loo. And then I heard that sound. It's like She went. Oh, and I'm like, oh my goodness, the baby's definitely on its way or shortly going to be here. So without thinking, I just went in the bathroom and just picked her up like this, moved her with all my strength to the bedroom. And when she spoke to me about it afterwards, like in the one of the postnatal visits, she said she felt a little bit like a naughty girl, like... <laughs> 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 that I just moved her, but the bottom was very, very small. And I reassured her when I once I'd moved her that everything was fine. And if she needed to push this baby out and it was coming now, then so be it. But thank goodness um, the midwife arrived and then she pushed her baby out in the within the hour. So we had the pool ready and everything. But um that was a little bit close. For me, <laughs> but it was, yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, it's amazing to be a part of those stories. 
really love what I do la. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you do la do la. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we all have um, good good poop stories to share. Um, mm. I know I had one a few months ago where she actually birthed on the toilet because she just refused to get off. She just Amazing. like and <laughs> you just move yeah. forward. It's a good place to birth. It's a great place to birth. Yeah. And for her, we were lucky because her bathroom was really big. But, you know, it was amazing. And it was so typical of birth where she'd been in this beautiful bed. Her, the bedroom had been set up so beautifully with candles and music and fairy lights. And the birthing pool was in there. She spent most of it in there. But at some stage, she said, I'm getting up. I'm going into the bathroom. Bright white lights. Sure. Cold tile floor. We had to move everything in there, and she wasn't moving back to that beautiful warm birth room for anything. That was where <laughs> she wanted to be, and that's where her baby was born. And that's okay too. Yeah, totally. She knew exactly yeah. what she wanted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I spent, I spent most of my own labor with my son, um, on the toilet from about seven p.m. until. Well, midnight when the midwives arrived, I literally, I thought I would like to be, you know, in pregnancy, I thought I would love to be on the ball or all fours or maybe in, you know, I had many ideas of where I wanted to be. But the only place that um, was comfortable for me was in the bathroom, lights off, a little candle going, hypnobirthing tracks loud in the background and on the toilet. You know, empty out both ends. Tracks. No, not yet. You hadn't created <laughs> them yet. No, no. It was my birth was really the catalyst for all of this. You know, I'm always so grateful to my son for that. And he's he he's like, yeah, yeah, ma. I know, I know. My birth was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that that your birth was the catalyst for relaxing to birth. <clears throat> Yes, it was. It was very much so. And that you were able to do that, even though yeah. you were on the toilet. I mean, best place. It's the one place in the world where your pelvic floor releases and relaxes open, you know, which makes us more space for the baby to come down and can actually speed up your labor. And I literally was emptying out on both ends, mm -hmm. you know, like in the front end and the back end. <laughs> um. And all of that makes room and space for the baby to come down. Even a full bladder, you know, can prevent the baby His head coming from down. coming down. Yeah. So better out than in. Yeah, absolutely. Expulsive. Birth is about expulsion. Horrible word, but that's what it is. Yeah. Sure, Charlene, that was amazing. Um, it I think was that was amazing, Karen. Thank you. A good start to our podcast series, and we invite you to send your letters in, regardless of what your question or challenge or query is. We would love to be able to talk you through it from a doula perspective, from a midwife perspective, from our collective expertise, and from, from the wisdom of, of the almost thousands of women that we have both assisted during pregnancy and birth. So um, we've also put in an amazing 40-page pregnancy journal, playbook, workbook together for you. 
um, what she cooks. Jam-packed. Jam-packed. I mean, jeez, what isn't in there? Yeah, it's incredible. I wish I had it when I when I was pregnant, actually. Yeah, so it's an introduction to hypnobirthing. We've got a, a few um, prenatal yoga sequence, or one prenatal yoga sequence and understanding why prenatal yoga works. Um, for me, the favorite part of our journal is the three-part birth story where we guide you to use writing or journaling to explore your beliefs and expectations of what birth is about and what your what you would like your birth to be. And that is kind of the precursor for writing your birth preferences, otherwise known as a birth plan. But we know that it's difficult to plan something that is so unpredictable. So this is a way of really exploring where you're coming from to get to where you would like to be and what you, what is going to happen on the way. And we do that in three parts, one in each trimester if you want to. And then obviously following up when you've actually had your baby. And then you come back and you write what actually happened and you can marry up what you thought would happen with what actually happened and find the gaps in between. And of course we help you with that as well. So beautiful. That's a beautiful exercise that's mm. included. I also love that you have, we have um, coloring in pages, you know, just to really get into that limbic brain space where you can just let go of, you know, overthinking things and just like focus on, um, going within, you know, I think coloring in and just any creative process helps you to let go of overthinking stuff. And I also love that we have included recommendations for books and video um, video clips that are important to watch on your journey towards your birth. You know, there's so much information out there, it can be so overwhelming, but we've managed to put the most important information um, that's available that we feel is important into this playbook absolutely yeah. and our focus is very much on mind because we're coming at it from a hypnobirthing aspect because whatever happens in the body first starts in the mind so exactly. it's really important that we um, address the mind mm. and as you say that's where the coloring in really helps because although it's a fun activity it's an opportunity of focused attention and and just yes. accessing the limbic brain but we explain all of that in the book and of course it is free what we've put together for you find the link in the show notes find the link in our bio on our facebook pages our instagram pages our websites um all you have to do is search relax into birth plus that's what you have to do <laughs> Thank you, Karen. That was awesome. Thanks, Charlene. And we'll see you next week. Um, and hopefully we're going to have another letter to share and Let's another query. Because yeah. whatever, every, whatever, whatever I know that when we got that letter, that would speak to thousands. Exactly. It's a universal concern. Yeah. yeah. That shouldn't be a huge issue in the minds of mothers. Yeah, because it's so part of the birth as you've spoken about. Hasta la vista, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, Chat welcome. soon. Okie dokie. Cheers. Till next time.